since 2008, Marvel Studios has brought us over 10 years of cinematic blockbusters, and nothing will ever be the same. Can we, as mere mortals, prevail? Join us to find out. Peter Melnick, graphic designer, comic book enthusiast, and podcast pontificator. And Eddie Wilson, upstate New York radio announcer in the Sullivan Catskills, with an inordinate amount of catching up in his own comic book universe. True believers, the next chapter begins with another episode of The Marvelists. Dr. Storm, we gave you six years and millions of dollars, and you gave us nothing. What's different now? Reed Richards. He wills answers to questions we don't even know to ask yet. This is our chance to learn more about our planet and maybe even save it. I want you to meet my daughter, Sue. You want to be famous? I just want my work to make a difference. John, Reed, this guy doesn't take orders well. Yeah, especially from people who say, I don't take orders well. Don't let any of these lab coats give you any crap, all right? Well, if I do, I know who to call. The muscle. I gotta say, it's fun having you here. Really? No. <laughs> what you've created here is incredible. You guys sure you're in the best shape to be doing this? Yeah. yeah. We're good. They just cracked interdimensional travel. Where are my children? Four have survived. All exhibit unique physical conditions. I just want to fix my friends. You can't fix this. You should use these powers to help people. You open the door. You don't know how to close. You don't know anything about what's coming. What is coming? Doom. If you want to stop him, it's going to take everything you have. Might be a little less. <laughs> Reed Richards, Ben Grimm, Sue Richards, Johnny Storm. Together they braved the unknown terrors of outer space and were changed into something more than human. Mr. Fantastic, The Thing, The Invisible Girl, The Human Torch, and now the world will never again be the same. Stan Lee presents The Fantastic Four. Welcome, everyone, to The Marvelous. Not The Marvelous, The Marvelous. I'm Peter Melnick. I'm Eddie Wilson. And before we get into the usual rigmarole of today's episode and introducing our guest co-host for this episode, people, yeah. Anyway, before we get into the usual rigmarole of today's episode and introducing our special guest co-hosts, 
we want to tell you people at home how you can get a hold of us on them, thar social medias. How? First off, go on Facebook.com slash... The Marvelists. Give us a like-ski on there and join the 14,000-plus likers. Wow. Likes. People, they're, they're, they're fans. They used to call them fans on Facebook. You you could become a fan of something. Now you like something. It's stupid. They're likers. Yeah. Well, oh, I like it. Who cares? You could, you're a fan. I don't know. Anyway, I'm, I'm rambling. Yes. I am. But also, you can find us on the Twitter at... The Marvelists. Yes. The, that, that sounded so seductive, Eddie. Keeping it real. <laughs> Keeping it 100 over here. Anyway, you can also find myself on Twitter at Peter Melnick. And Eddie don't want Invisible. none of your... He's... he's <laughs> Invisible woman. Hashtag Eddie Wilson don't want none of your Twitter nonsense. Hashtag Jeremy Bagley. Fan, Bagley? Bagley. Bagley. Sorry, Jeremy. Please don't hurt me. But anyway... You can and also, he could. He, he, oh, he definitely could. Also, give us a follow on Instagram at... The Marvelous. Give myself a follow at Peter Melnick and yourself at Eddie9193. Not to be confused with E. Wilson9193. You could confuse pretty easily. At AOL.com. Also, <laughs> you can drop us a line in our email bag, themarvelous at gmail.com. Questions, comments, strongly worded letters, you name them, we'll read them. We're going to look at them. We're just going to, with a furrowed brow, and be like, or a unibrow. I'm shaving it, Eddie. Stop making fun of that. <sighs> Also, promises, promises. <laughs> also, you can find us on a wide variety of listening platforms, including iTunes, where you can rate, review, and subscribe. Give us a five star if you're ever, ever, ever so, so inclined. <laughs> also, you can find us on other iOS and Android platforms, including SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, and the biggin' Spotify. Biggin'. But going back over, rewinding. Going back over there to Stitcher. Go on Stitcher.com slash premium and use the promo code at checkout. Marvelists. And when you do, people, you're going to get a free one month. Count them, Josh. One month. I'm introducing you kind of early, but not really. Wow. One month. I can count to one, You two. can. I'm proud of you. One. one and two. <laughs> one and two. John, you're introduced. Yeah. Welcome, John. <laughs> but also... A free one month of Stitcher Premium. And when you get Stitcher Premium, you get a crap ton of audio content, including the Earwolf archives, the Nerdist archives, the Smodcast archives, and much, much more. Hmm. But when you do, go on Stitcher.com slash premium and use the promo code at checkout. Marvelists. And get a free one month. And people, it's only four ninety nine a month afterwards. So. Gasp. Yeah. G-A-S-P. Mm. P-S-A-G. Spelled wow. it backwards for you. I know it's multilingual. I love that. <laughs> Hardly. <laughs> but when you do four ninety nine a month, and there's tax, obviously, probably. I don't. I don't know. But wow. that audio content you'll get also the Wolverine Long Night serialized podcast, which is currently being adapted in comic book format by Marvel Comics. So once mm-hmm. again, Stitcher.com slash premium and use the promo code at checkout. Marvelists. So guys. This is the final episode of the month of Fantastic February. Yeah. And it's it's been quite a fantastic journey, I would say. Or it a has. voyage. It's been all over. Fantastic voyage. It Yes, I, the old sci-fi movie, yes. Mm-hmm. Slide, slide, slippity slide. Uh, We're something, living something. in the city. It's do or die. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay. Let's introduce, shall we? Eddie. Peter. We are joined with Eddie Wilson. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> and Peter Melnick. Did you know? I did not. Mm-hmm. We're also joined with 
Longtime friend of the show. I've known you for 17 years. It's only 17. Oh, God. Se- you're, gonna, you're not going to sing the rest of the lyrics? Winger, okay? Yeah, 17, you. okay. There we go. I've just known changed you for- his gender, okay, too. Mm-hmm. Hello, I'm Elizabeth. but i've known you for 17 years josh rosengrant josh how you doing i'm swell how are you doing i'm okay well okay wow (laughs) this is great oh god Mm. and this is off to a great start (laughs) yes and also returning to the program we've got john sherburn our audio engineer how you doing i'm doing well not sure if the mic's picking me up but (laughs) get get on get on closer to the microphone share share something here but yeah and today's episode is a lot of deep hurting it's going to be fantastic four 2015 or as it's more commonly known on the interwebs fan four stick because you see stylistically they're trying to make the four in the middle and that's where it replaces the a yes in a box too yeah round of applause it's yeah applesauce applesauce i don't know about that moving on (laughs) do you do you prefer it with cinnamon in yours yes Always. It's it's so much. We will have some photographs accompanying this podcast, if for no other reason than the limited edition, exclusive at Target or Target, if you prefer. But you got a photo book, (laughs) and also the movie size poster of the aforementioned four in a box. Now, will there be changes coming? Will there be any applesauce pictures? Um, uh, Of a hand request only. Are you a Mott's person? It's messy with cinnamon, of course. Uh, Cinnamon is good. Okay. The Mott's is good. I got the Mott's. Potato pancakes. Musselman's is good. The generic is good too. I'm pretty equal opportunity applesauce consumer. Mm -hmm. It's pretty great. Yes, it is. Very good. Very good. Now, this movie, on the other hand. Woof. An hour and 40 minutes. No cinnamon. It has no cinnamon, no sugar. It's just very, very bland. (laughs) To its credit, I noticed on this second viewing, I'm going to say, the New York Giants and Eli Manning. As one student who or is, or is off camera, and you hear him say, "When I want to, when I grow up, I want to be like Eli Manning of the New York Giants," that kind of thing. So it's a career day. That's that's our framework when we first uh, first get into this. And the year is two thousand seven, Oyster Bay, New York, career day. And poor Josh Trank, yeah, director, a <laughs> executive producer, Stanley, Stanley, true believers, but he. With Josh, and I'm not talking about this Josh, no, mm. no. but we will. There's, there's hope. There's <laughs> electric boogaloo. Mm. But there's a lot of uh, problems that this movie had, and one of which was why did it get made? Not just that. <laughs> <laughs> why another? Why the money? Just that's my first. Okay, the quest for more money. Yeah. It's not, kind of not enough origin stories. We don't have enough Fantastic Four. Yeah. I mean, this time we need to have them be government tools. Why not? You know? Yeah. Because why? Why stick with the source material? In a world. In a world. I'm enticed. What happens next? This should have been What <laughs> If Fantastic Four. Maybe it would have worked better that yeah. way. Uh, hey, there's an idea. A little late, but there's an idea. In a universe where movies aren't that good. Uh, yeah. How are you referencing the guy from the '90s? <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. There are many. I guess. I don't. Okay. I think he's. Look, you two Alf. know each other longer, so there. Commercial guy. Commercial guy. Movie yes. trailer guy. Movie trailer guy. guy. Yes. There yes. There we go. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Now, once again, going back over to this movie, the topic of this episode, <laughs> and not applesauce, not movie trailers, but this movie. Uh, one of the problems with this was the production of it, and. Josh Trank's original cut of this was supposedly a lot darker, was a lot better, and people who saw it enjoyed it. 
And then Studio Interference came along. That good old friend of ours, mm. Studio Interference. Oh, that's not a new. That's not a new trope at all. I've heard that nope. with superhero films, especially. You hear it with a lot of the DC stuff as well, and yeah, you hear it all the time. Well, look at Suicide Squad, which was a was a yeah. movie where it was cut already, it was done, mm-hmm. and the trailer got a great reaction. So they hired the company that edited the trailer to edit the movie. Makes a lot of sense. <laughs> it did not. <laughs> Oof, hunka hunka. But. The thing about this movie was the studio came in, we're going to edit your movie, and Josh was pissed, I, as I would imagine you are. Oh, so pissed, very much. Pissed? Pissed. Yeah. You don't even need two S's. <laughs> wow. Pissed. That's good. Learn a new word today. There you go. But yeah, basically, if you want to know the whole much maligned story of this movie, look up online. There's a lot of different you know articles talking about it, and... We will never see this movie. This movie was despised so much. One, I will give you an example of 2015. I'm at Terrificon in Uncasville, Connecticut. Friend of the show, shout out, Mitch Halleck. Yeah. And I went to that show and we're walking around afterwards and I'm like, hey, talking to comic book men's Rob Bruce. And I say, hey, Rob, did you see the Fantastic Four movie this weekend? Because it opened that weekend and nobody, every person we asked, nobody saw it. It's a comic book movie. Yeah. And comic book movies are big. How has no one seen this movie? I didn't see it in theaters. Because it's 2015, and we've already gotten years before this, so there should so be some kind technically of... technically doomed to fail. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Introducing the villain of the movie. Okay. There you go. <laughs> and, but man, when... I'm going to just bring it up now. When Doom puts on that little cowl thing, that, you know, the, uh, the yeah. whatever, the hoodie the thing. The hoodie, yeah. yeah. He looks like someone's babushka. Like every time I just see that, I just imagine you know this little little Russian woman. Eat to eat more. <laughs> he just happened to have it there with him when he got back onto uh, you know no that planet. No, no, it, it didn't. Right. It like the only thing close to the Doctor Doom persona or the visual interpretation sure. is he has a metal looking face and he's wearing a green cloak. That's about it. And no way to move his lips. Well, in the well he never of fairness, could. Yeah, oh, he, he never could. No, oh. be, but he had more of a of an iron mask kind of a thing, where instead of this being like melded, sort of kind of to his whole body, you don't actually. Have to worry about zits, then. That's no, he's not to worry about a lot of things. <laughs> Oxygen, maybe Fresh inside air. Yeah, yeah. Well, what's, what's better, having the mo- a mouth hole in the mouth? That'd be kind of. <laughs> I mean, no, no, no. Something. <laughs> Doctor Doom with crazy straws, just you know, drinking beverages. Yeah, see that gets further away from the source material, also. But whatever, that would be a much more entertaining movie. Let's face it. I guess so. Maybe in a cartoon. And this is a movie also where it's really short. God, it was short. Yeah, short in terms of total movie length. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. This was like an hour and thirty nine minutes. Hour and forty minutes. Yeah. And most you know comic book movies are not that short, and especially an origin story. So, true. see that? True, a retelling of the origins, a uh, big didn't, retelling. Uh, we didn't. I would. So, for you guys, is the origin of the Fantastic Four something that's so pre- uh, prevalent in pop culture? Like, as opposed to, how did Spider-Man get his powers? Bit by a spider. That's, and his uncle that's, got shot. Ooh, quizzing us that's already. all. No, no, that's, <laughs> no, it's a great or point you guys of reference. Are fake, you guys are fake nerds. Because even though, <laughs> because even though Fantastic Four was the first Stan Lee comic book that we know, and the origin story of them, and so on, and he was going to be just taking a shot, and if it doesn't work, then he's going to do some other kind of line of work. Um, and then you come come along to Spider Man. Yes, everybody knows how that 
happened. You know the origin story. Fantastic Four, I don't know, maybe not quite as much how it happened. It just You kind of maybe know that one person does this and one person does that. And that origin Power. is also more grounded in its the time and place of it. Because why did they run off into space? To beat them damn Ruskies, you know? And yeah. it's that. You have to do that. And I've always gone on record on the show saying how I would introduce them into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and that would be a time travel movie. Make them into time travelers, because that's what the Fantastic Four is. They're Imaginauts. And this month, take a shot if I say Imaginauts, because I've said it a lot this month. But Mm. you have that aspect of them. And in this movie, they weren't superheroes, but they weren't explorers either. I would say in this movie, they're more guns for hire. And then eventually they're like, oh, yeah, we're explorers in the final three minutes of the movie. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the final two or three minutes of the movie where they're sitting there and they do they have a Suicide Squad moment of what should we call ourselves? I got it. We're going to be the f- Fantastic Four. Title screen shimmers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't mind that part. And it wasn't because the movie was over. You know, I <laughs> I liked it for the aspect of, wow, they're actually having fun. They're talking to each other and enjoying their own company, and they're making jokes. Whereas it's very, and I realize there's going to be a lot of DCEU fanboys getting pissed at me again, but it's a Zack Snyder movie throughout the entire thing. No personality, just one emotion for every single character. And that emotion isn't even good. And it's just that over and over and over. So to see them actually have a little bit of brevity at the end, that was a nice change of pace. That's but it should have been the entire movie. There were little bits in uh, throughout, I think, mm-hmm. possibly between Sue and Reed. Uh, she was kind of like busting chops on, on Reed because he's always so, you know, the brainy, the brainy yak kind of uh, guy. And he, you know, nothing mm-hmm. he would take as humorous uh, unless it was later after the fact that as it was it needed to be explained to him possibly. So Sue came off as maybe a little bit, I don't know, abrasive, but she would bust chops and see how we would react to it, but then smirk, you know, without him looking kind of thing. Uh, so, you know, fine. You, you know, these you get to see how that relationship starts to develop, uh, whether it's like, uh, I don't know, while he's doing some calculation or, or sitting at the library and, and calls him Captain Nemo, which comes around later because when he's uh, off the radar... She's able to figure out, oh, he's here in this email because of the abbreviated uh, Captain Nemo conjecture or whatever. There were little details about the characters that I did enjoy, like the little bits of foreshadowing. If you notice during Johnny Storm scene, who we'll, we'll get to that interpretation of the character in a bit. But if you notice when he's in his car, what's hanging down from the, uh, the rearview mirror? It's a, what's it called? It's a keychain or an air freshener of the fire flower from the super mario brothers games and it's one of those like okay that's a neat little touch and And that's something that totally passed me by that's fine there it's one of those things where like either you'll get it or you won't and if you miss it that's not a big deal okay you know but that's one of the things that you know that's a touch from director josh trank and I want to also rewind back to a little bit of the making of this movie from the beginning of it. Mm-hmm. Josh Trank made a great superhero movie prior to this, and it's called Chronicle. I don't know how many of you have seen it. No, uh, I haven't I, seen it. Uh, but it was one of back, it was yeah. an early movie with Michael B. Jordan. And this is how he ended up getting the gig, sure. you know, for this. And it's 
teenagers getting superpowers and how they react to it. And this, that movie was why he got this job. And I would say, why would you hire somebody for their vision only to completely kibosh it and go with something different? That's like saying, hey, we like this guy who made movie X. Okay, let's make it as far away from what movie that X was. Possible, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, we're going to bring Martin Scorsese for a movie, but we don't want a Scorsese movie. <laughs> so, some things we will not get to know the answer to. Now, were they planning for a part two? Oh, you know they were. Oh, and as a matter of fact, yeah, yeah I thought so. we're going to throw that up on our Facebook page around the time of this episode. There's concept art for what the costumes were in the movie. We see as Justin Wang, friend of the show, on our Fantastic Four 94 episode says, we have more shots of cornflake thing. Mm-hmm. And we also have like more shots where he looks like a mountain. It's really weird designs. But these characters were supposed to make an appearance again. Was it going to be in Fantastic Four 2? Fan 4, Fantastic or whatever? I don't know. But what they were going to show up in was something completely different. And I would have been for it because it would have been self-referential. It would have been, you know, just mocking itself and making jokes. They were supposed to be in Deadpool 2. And there's concept Ooh. art out yeah, there. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, oh, wow. yeah, they were. The fight they, scene or whatever, right? They made the thing look better. They made the thing, and you'll you'll know cool what I'm talking that. about. I, saw, I know that. Me? I saw he that. has the eyebrow, the ridge eyebrow oh. things, like a la Jack Kirby style. Okay. Did they, they give him pants? They gave him like this whole suit <laughs> thing. Yeah, it was yeah. like this really weird like flight suit kind of thing, wow. and it looked cool. cool. Wasn't it the uh, Juggernaut was going to be like they was they was going to go into the city and they were going to fight like Juggernaut? Or oh, whatever, probably I was, the, was the plot of Deadpool two they were going to tie it into. Mm. Yeah. And wow. you know when you also think about it, this these versions of the characters are so punching bag now in pop culture. Sure, and it's it's unfortunate. I mean they they were the actors were brought into an issue of the Punisher in I believe 2016 and they killed off all of the character or all of the actors except for one person and And it's like they knew the future was happening Michael B. Jordan did not get killed Michael was conveniently late in the scene and then the building blows up or whatever and they're all dead Hmm. so Miles Teller's dead Kate Mara's dead guy who plays the thing is dead Jamie Bell him yes a picture on Wikipedia (laughs) (laughs) yeah and I, I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm not a huge fan of Miles Teller as Reed Richards, so I am not super upset that he's not going to continue. I like him a lot as an actor. I've seen him in a couple things. I personally just can't see him as Reed Richards because, to me, at least, Reed Richards is, a, you know, like adult brainiac, very put together. And yeah. Miles Teller is definitely a like of my generation actor, twenties, you know, stuff like that. He's generally has a he's generally has had a younger vibe, so it's a very strange separation from his usual characters. In the interest of fairness, though, this is a movie where it's trying to borrow elements of the, I believe, uh, Mark Millar Ultimate Fantastic Four. So it's like a much more younger, I believe in that sure. version, they're all in high school or middle school and they're becoming the Fantastic mm. Four somehow. It's... They, yeah, they just seem younger overall in, yeah. in general. And, and I was willing to go along with that. So you put a pair of glasses on Miles. That's the only thing I've ever seen him in. So I'm like, okay, he's Reed. Fine. Let's let's see where that goes. From from the fifth grade kid who who wanted to, you know, make this biomatter shuttle to to seven years later at the science fair and shattering the basketball backboard. Right. And w- I have to bring something up in here with this. Dan Castellaneta, the voice of Homer Simpson, is the teacher in the beginning. Mm-hmm. 
And you have comedic talent like Dan Castellaneta, and I believe, I'm not 100%, but Reed's father is played by Eric uh, or Tim Heidecker from Tim and Eric. Tom goes to the mayor and stuff like that. Sure, yeah. And this wouldn't be Tim's final Marvel movie. He would go off to be in Ant-Man and the Wasp as the, you know, the boat tour boat guide. So that's him. And it's just interesting that they hire these comedic talents and they don't utilize it much like they hire a director like Josh Trank and don't utilize it. And by the way, fun fact about this movie, Josh Trank hates this movie so much. He removed it from his Twitter bio. (laughs) Wow. So his Twitter bio is currently director of Chronicle and Fonzo, a movie that's going to be coming out sometime this year. Okay, what's what's Fonzo about? I skimmed the Wikipedia and I did not read it. So So a big skim, huh? Yep, oh, it sure was. Wow. Well, there's one character in this movie that we don't know anything of until we get to this movie and we see extensively, and he he dies, unfortunately, is um, Franklin Storm. Yeah. Now, I want to know, if they made a sequel, like let's say they get up to, you know, Fan 4 Stick, Quest for Peace four times or something. I don't know. I was trying to make a Superman 4 Tokyo. joke. Yeah, you did. Yeah, try. It was bad. Oh, Tokyo. Oh. Or it could have been Ant 4 Stick because we have to take a letter off. Like, you know, they remove the word the in the Fast and the Furious. Yeah, no, exactly. So, jeez. Oh, but Ant 4 Stick, what would have happened if they end up, you know, number two or three, they get married, Reed and uh, Sue. And in four, they have the kid. What is the name of Reed and Sue's kid? Well, it's Franklin. Yeah, that, that was... So is that, you know, are they were they trying to be like, we're going to name them after up, him? Yeah. yeah. So you got to Most up probably. That would make sense. In a convoluted kind of way. Just like where they just decided like the to change up on the gender and... St- uh, not the gender, the ethnicity. Yep. And make uh, Sue the adopted daughter. And of course, Johnny... The um, bio son to Franklin. Bio son. But the way they with did Pauly it, it makes Shore. sense. He's, she's adopted, and yeah, 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 I was fine with that. And yeah, yeah they, they, you know, that was the, the first thing as, as far as seeing a trailer or hearing stuff before the movie was coming out. That they, that was the one sig- big, I thought, significant change that they that they did with this. And right. I don't know if it was other than trying to appeal to a bigger audience. Yeah, but I'll, as I'll to see. why you would, you know. Go that way? I will mm. say this. Other than the visual representation in the comics, what about Johnny Storm's character says he has to be a blonde white guy? No, and that, I think that's a big part of it, too, is if it doesn't really matter. It's about the character yeah. more than the appearance. Um, I think people are just used to seeing someone yeah. a certain way. So then if they say, oh, this person doesn't represent that, it, 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 it freaks them out or whatever. And you've seen that in other movies and, as well and again they did it in fantastic 405 with the character alicia mm-hmm. she became yeah. you know a person of color which is fine whatever even the new the new spider-man movies i, I find with flash yeah well that well and even with uh mj is uh Zendaya but is she mj well yeah she's That's, mj but is she mj yeah well like, she it's assumed that that will be yeah well but, she's the love interest so but hmm. she could still become you know Mary Jane Watson shows up in town. I'm the real MJ. Sure. No, I'm the real MJ. I would enjoy that better. That's the. I would say that's an example of you know MJ's a redhead, right? Like that's the thing. So I think that that is more uh, of an example of a character that it's it's a bigger risk to to change the appearance of than someone like Johnny Storm, where as long as he can get set on fire pretty well, that's about it. <laughs> when you're on fire, no one can tell what ethnicity <laughs> exactly. you are. Exactly. <laughs> but I liked Michael B. Jordan's portrayal of the character mm-hmm. and. 
he was one of the bright spots of this movie. Uh-huh. No pun intended. I just realized that joke. <laughs> yeah. I made. But mm-hmm. he I, was for sure. Yeah, I definitely liked his portrayal, and I thought he was good for what the character was. He got a lot of stuff. But then I've had conversations with people, and one person goes, "Why does the person of color have to be?" the bad person where he's, you know, racing, doing this, getting in trouble all the time. Why do they have to do that? Well, that's still a part of the Johnny Storm character. He was, he was the upstart anyway. He was the the, the mouthy one and yeah, he would get in trouble. (laughs) Yeah. But so that fit perfectly. Yeah. But is he more known for being Johnny Storm or more known for now in the Black Panther? Oh, obviously. Oh, obviously Killmonger. All right. People liked it. (laughs) Yeah. And there's that. Again, this is that was a character where he died. He did. Yeah. He did. Now, do we know for certain he's dead? Now, knocked mm. off into the well, yeah. spoiler, maybe. Well, well, it's a movie. It's been out for a year, and if you haven't seen it, <laughs> don't. You know. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, don't worry about it. Yeah, I right. mean, why are you listening to a podcast called The Marvelists anyway? <laughs> We're not a knitting corner. <laughs> I'm great at knitting. Really, I, I brought my stuff. <laughs> We just have all the needles Ooh, and we have all the yarn. Corner, that sounds better. Oh, that does. <laughs> but the the rumor right now is, you know, sidetracking a little from a Fantastic they're actually trying to bring the character back for Black Panther 2. Really? And people are saying, how could that happen? Well, the reversal of... Yeah. Well, the snap, the yeah. Snap. But they also have the technology and Wakanda. They can too. make him better, faster, strong. <laughs> Wow. Again. Uh, I tried, Eddie. I tried. That's t- <laughs> well, if they're messing with time and uh, space in the new one, they can make anything happen. Edward Norton's Hulk again. Whatever. Screw it. No, I want Ruffalo as Hulk. <laughs> Keep him as the Hulk. Both of them as Hulk. <laughs> Red Hulk. Yeah, but that's... That's, uh, that's, that's Ross. Yeah, that's General Ross. Thunderbolt Ross. I love Thunder- that. That's like the Thunder- greatest yeah. name ever, isn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. It's a classic. But with Fantastic Four, Fantastic Eddie... Yes. <laughs> Proceed. You, you 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 set it up, and now you just threw it to me. That was yes. a beautiful setup to toss. The that was out. really. I mean, I could just go on about the movie, but for crying out loud, um, no, that would not sound good on a show. Just crying out loud. <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't really even be able to tell unless there's a cry cast. There might be an audience. You for could that. just laugh out loud. L O L. I am laughing out loud. L M A O. Yes. There you go. Jeez. <sighs> even that. Right. Laughing exactly. my Amelia off. Right. Right. Um, you know, the, I, I'm just seeing how there's at least one that I'm going to reference now. Little throw, little not dig, but jab, but when a jab, stab, whatever it is, a little bit of humor, possibly when Susan says, "Oh, Doctor Doom over here," you know, talking about Victor <laughs> and what he had just previously <laughs> said. You now, whether it was this this quantum gauge project that that apparently was started by Victor when he was younger than Reed, and uh, and segue now into Johnny in the car. I of course picked up on the song that's playing in his car. You would. I don't know who picked it up. It's a Four Tops, Standing in the Shadows of Love from yeah. 1967. I mean, it's like, it's a great song. It's an oldie for sure. But in a 2015 movie, wow, what's he doing listening to this? No way did I think that song would be in that movie. In that movie yeah. It would be more along of a, of a rapper hip-hop song that he would be, his character would be listening to. So, and total throwback there. The actor who played Dr. Doom... I didn't like the character. I didn't think he embodied Doom. Toby. Good old Toby. Toby not... Kibbler? Kibbles and Bits, yes. But Kibble. no, uh, I wasn't a fan. I 
when I, like, how have you made four Fantastic Four movies and not one reflects the European aspect of Doom? We mm. kind of get hints in the Corman one. And once again, the Corman one is the closest to what the Fantastic Four is. Yes, yes. Yeah. As the first attempt. That would only make sense no matter, I think, who would have put out the first Fantastic Four movie. Don't stray from the source material. This is your first outing in general, yeah. you know, kind of thing. Throw pool noodles outside of a limo. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, this was 1994, okay? Oh, come on. You yeah, have what, you have on. Terminator 2 Judgment Day like two or three years prior. Just saying. And a different director and budget and, yeah. yeah I get, it's not a superhero movie. Yeah. I get that. Well, he's pretty super. He is super. I mean, you know, he gives thumbs up while in lava. Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that's I that's it. I've seen that movie. I want to see it just for what part. Terminator Two. No. You've never seen Terminator Two? I don't think I've even finished Part One. I cannot so self-terminate. Oh, Terminator Two is fantastic. I actually saw it at an Alamo Draft House. He said in, fantastic. And there's our connection. Ah, Who'd have thought? Four, I know. Hey. I saw it four times. I only oh. saw it twice. But yeah, yeah. Exactly. Why are you looking at me like that? I'm just intrigued. Sorry. There's no other way to look <laughs> at him. That's the unfortunate thing. <laughs> A lot of things. Um, no, it's clobbering time. Yeah, B- uh, Ben's older brother I giving like him a whooping at the uh, Grim Salvage uh, little trailer that they live in and stuff. Does uh, Does Ben say it's clobbering time later on or no? Yes. He does. Okay, so he, he says him. it like as a PTSD callback kind of. I notice. I guess it's not. Like not to his brother. Yeah, it just makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Like he's like he, he associates it with bad times. I guess because you know him getting a whooping from his brother. Guess so, yeah. Right. I always, I, they made his character even sadder. I've always yeah. With I, with Fantastic Four, I've always and like since I was a kid, uh, always had a. I, I mean, a lot of people have a big heart for him because it's a sad, you know, like situation oh, yeah. for him more than everybody else. And on top of it, now it's he's living in a bad situation, all that too. It's just jeez, this guy living in a van down by the river. Down we, by the river. We really don't see what happens to him. Like he just didn't he get a scholarship to the college? Great. That was uh, something in his life. There I'll, you go. I'll read the newspapers. Yeah, right. so many rocks now. So. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> so much he can't do now. I think he can still have Jello, right? He has a mouth, so yes. Uh, yeah, something like that, right? <laughs> yeah, if we got to go about that. Well, the, the whole thing I was going to get to next was the whole green energy thing when they do go interdimensional uh, and so on. And and the lesson I think you learn here is don't dip your hand into that green lava because <laughs> yeah, right. all of a sudden thing, it starts blowing up and they have to you know climb back up the mountain to get out of there. And, of course, they get hit with all that green uh, matter of some you know sort. You what's weird is it starts breaking up and they don't think, we should probably turn back now. Mm-hmm. By the way, I'm, yeah. so- <laughs> I'm sorry. I have to rewind back to Josh asking what can the thing do and one of the options is eat jello he can go to denny's and try the fantastic four burger which you it was a thing burger it was a was thing really, burger yeah it was really a, i had one that was really a thing yes no pun intended okay. it was delicious too <laughs> pun for, definitely for, intended you for me? denny's and denny's is always open it was delicious enough you brought it up twice <laughs> Pretty, <laughs> I, you know when it Bring did it back to come me. out no i did hear about it and i wanted to but i, I guess the time expired and, and the, I, did, com- I, I remember one it. of the commercials was the thing getting into a Denny's booth, and the Denny's booth was too small for him. Well, of course it was. Nice. So has to be more accessible. We might actually throw if I can find the commercial on the YouTube machine. It's going to be up on our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Exciting. Yeah. And back to Fantastic. Well, I mean, it was a part of Fantastic Four. I, that's true. Sorry. Well, at least you know when we get to the part now where we see how they're going to acquire these powers. 
that for whatever reason, rocks attract themselves to Ben as he's trying to get into his, uh, you know, close the door to his compartment of this uh, interdimensional travel doohickey machine. And we see Reed uh, stretched out in the government uh, room, one of his isolated room, and Johnny is in a room burning, unconscious, laying on the table. These scenes made me think about one thing with this movie. Sue is in and out, you know. Yeah. Now you see her, now you don't. It's a... It's a movie that's trying to find its voice, much like how, you know, you have Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad's trying to find what it's trying to be. This movie, at one point, thinks it's a horror movie, if you notice. Like, the way they shoot It is depressing. Or a true sci-fi type thing, yeah. yeah. Like, almost like a Twilight Zone or Outer Limits kind of thing. And when I'm seeing the scenes of them, like, Reed on the stretcher with his arms stretched out, pun intended, it's... It's, it reminds me of, you know, just a horror movie. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering, is this partially their little test for what New Mutants is going to be? Because New Mutants is going to be a horror oh, movie. Oh, I'm so excited for New Mutants. You think they were forecasting that? Yeah, for like a, testing I'm, maybe? I don't testing know. How people, well, I also Test think it's, it's, ac- it's more realistic. Uh, yeah. If, if picture being severely mutated, right? As, especially as, a, you know, young kid getting severely mutated, you know, I it's that's horror in itself so I think it's an accurate portrayal of how, how it would seem yeah yeah. they really use science a lot in the movie especially oh, yeah. if you were to see the bonus features they have an entire section of this is pretty much science Josh you actually watched the bonus features yes <laughs> great way to study on the film you talking about this what movie the bonus features yeah yeah if was... there were some extra scenes I did look at them as well yeah. I, none, none come to mind right now unfortunately but yeah, yeah. it was bland wasn't it did not leave an deleted scenes the deleted scenes might be better than the entire film. Ooh, ee, I don't yeah. know about that. Ah, ah, ah. Ting, tang, walla, walla, bing, bang. That's, that's great, yeah. I don't know about that. But we're in Area 57, location classified, and where we find them in their quarters. If you lived here, so you'd be home by now. What's that from? I want to know. I want to know what love is. I do. I want you to show me. Oh, good. <laughs> All right, so so now we're we're about where Reed is able to uh, get out of his constraints by um, condensing himself or compacting himself, sort of. So he gets out of his his straps, and uh, he kind of does a um, Bruce Willis Die Hard crawling through the vent shaft. Oh, he thing. does. That it does one scene that, is the yeah. creepiest thing I've ever seen. The way he just like slither. It's just like a. Nasty. Have you ever watched a David Lynch movie, Josh? Because you really have not seen many creepy things. No, but it was pretty cool, though. (laughs) But he finds Ben, and Ben, who is of course transformed into what did you say, cornflake thing? Yes, cornflake thing. I do believe, uh, as opposed to a previous, previously whatever reviewed Fantastic Four film, he has five fingers. Count them five, and not four as we had seen. One, two, three, four, fifth. Wow. I think this time did they, they, they did that. I suppose. Yeah, that. probably. Okay. I just thought that the digits were too big, so yeah. <laughs> his is just as good. It's how he keeps happy. Hello. Yeah, yeah. 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 the villain. <laughs> but for no, uh, maybe for some intentional reason, you have um, was it Tim Blake Nelson as um, Harvey Allen, who we also had seen in the Incredible Hulk. From uh, 2008. And in both versions, he dies in a weird way. Well, well, I don't Wait, know. In, 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 became in, the, uh, Incredible Hulk, though, you know, we're not sure really what happened, I don't think. Is he the one that his head becomes big in the comics? 
it, you know if talking you're about. talking about the Incredible Hulk villain, the leader. Yes, him. Yes. He's the one that becomes the leader. That's what could happen if there was a follow-up on, on that Incredible Hulk movie with uh, with Ed Norton. I wish mm. there was. Because he I gets don't, knocked down to get the Mark floor. Ruffalo. No, he gets knocked down to the floor and some of that green goop falling on his head and he all of a sudden develops a huge smile. Like something's happening. Sure. So that could lead its way into sure. this, this character. Yes, exactly. But uh, yeah, not a fun way that he goes in in this movie with uh, with Doom. Kind of like, like one of those. Do you ever seen that commercial with the candy in his head? Pew! <laughs> Did I? I'm trying to. Oh, think I love now. that commercial. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> to me, Gosh, it was a, wanna, to me, it was a scanners kind of a moment. If you yeah, go, I was if, thinking if you go, that. If you go back to that, but yeah, it was contained. Yeah. Inside his his space suit or whatever. Well, oh. you don't want somebody's got to clean it up. Yeah. Did oh you well. Me? But yeah, you were saying, I would love to, to start a podcast with you recounting commercials you've watched. Yeah, and just make the random noises. Pew! Again. Just one more time. I love that you also did... <laughs> That's good. You'd be the effects man. Ah, uh, yes. You did a visual effect for for the audio podcast. Hello. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> it was the rotating spinning finger. That's that's a good visual cue. Yes, but no exactly. one's going to see it. Well, we are, we are incorporating video. We are well, live. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. Beats the alternative, yes. <laughs> So it's one year later because Reed has escaped, and uh, now the other three are working for the government and and Earth. Good benefits. On one, <laughs> Earth, on, yeah, benefits, not not really, but uh, but Earth is on one side of the the screen that we're seeing, and and Planet Zero they're calling it as being the source of where these powers came from. So that's even distorted as to what actually happened. I don't think cosmic radiation was really mentioned at all. If it was, it was downplayed as to what, what actually happened there. So I don't know that actually Johnny actually uttered the words flame on either. He did one time when he presses his suit. Yeah, okay, did. then that was that, that was cool. the one time. All right, I did have it down, but yeah, he did. And that was it. Yeah. This was a movie where they didn't want to overdo those kind of things. Like, it's clobber and time is limited to one time from Ben. Um, it wants to be more serious, I think. Yeah. Then but how come Sue and, and Mr. Fantastic doesn't get one of those, like... It's stretchy time. <laughs> That's why. That's nothing. why. That's why. Sue was just I would, nothing. I would watch that movie. I would I would do the catering for that movie. Sue was just like, it's time to disappear. Yeah, presto changer. Yeah. <laughs> no, that, that, see, that takes away the element of surprise. Ah, oh, there you go. That You're not going to telegraph it or forecast it. You already know. You can whisper it. They won't hear it. Well, Speak we don't know. I'm behind you. Somebody, <laughs> there's somebody out there who's got super hearing, so, you know. It's true. You, you, you never know who's listening. That's that's exactly right. Um, maybe those Hydra guys have their you know beekeeper helmets on. We, oh, not the bees, not the bees. Weren't those? No, no, no. I think you're thinking of those yellow suits with the beekeeper type. Oh, of those it. are aim. Aim. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly right. AOL Instant Messenger. Yes. You keep that up. We're gonna have to send you to what is it? The um, they were they were all pink. They were the rubber men. I think they were essentially, and they were in at least a Hulk comic book and Doc Samson fought them they just kept bouncing back see this is they why I do like, a show with him because he knows more references than I ever will well I don't know about that the references end at uh, you know the 90s somewhere I think or well, the early still. 2000s if that mm. that's a cornucopia of a, content yeah. it, it, it sure is yeah scary amount. so so we get up to uh, oh Josh where are we now uh, seeing these oh um, no Josh where are we <laughs> where are we now can I Dateline, January 29th, 2019, A.D. Okay. We, again, know that That's these three... away when we record these episodes because are we're working. Totally recording them out of order. <laughs> out of order, out of line. You're out of order. The whole damn system's out of order. See what I mean? Okay. You get one more of those, and then you're out of here. Okay. 
this had to be maybe incorporated into it, but when we see that uh, Ben as the thing has uh, as a confirmed kill list of what forty three, I think that comes up on a screen somewhere in you know seeing what he's doing now working for the government. It's like not that. it's not a um, I got to say it a stretch because yeah they're working for the government they're taking out bad guys and so he's racking up the kills kind of thing. I don't but like, in a good kind of way. I don't like the idea though of the F4 killing people. I no, I don't either. That discounts uh, what they are. But I needed to point that out yeah. and say like this is such a departure. No, it's not your fault, Eddie. You didn't tell, you know, Ben, you should kill them. Kill them all. To be kill fair, the way all. they did it makes sense, though. He's doing it to try to find a cure for himself. He doesn't really care. At this yes, point. that's what he was told. Yes, exactly. Yeah, but so. and that's being carried out as long as they can utilize his uh, services. I don't like it. And Reed in Panama, how he does it? That's a cool thing, and he has done that in the comics, I think, too. Is change his face. I that was one of the parts of this movie where. You didn't see it utilized really in the other movies. You saw it kind of in F four O five, and actually in one of the deleted scenes. I don't know if we mentioned this in our F four O five episode, but he turns in a huge jacked man at one point. Yeah. Oh yes, that was part of a deleted scene. I think on that uh, it was on that DVD on the, wasn't even on the DVD or there were, the Blu ray at least. There, there. Well, not on the Blu ray, perhaps, but on the DVD that I have. You got uh, more features than me, maybe, or just a different one. Yeah, there were just a handful of them, if if wow. that many. Um, <laughs> but you know, he even changed even the uh, the complexion, the coloring on his. It was yeah. a little darker than his usual kind of a pale pasty because he he looked uh, Spanish in nature and a little bit more sun kissed. He was also sick. naughty by nature. <laughs> Hip hop array, anyone? Oh, OPP. Yeah, okay, that too. You know me. So Reed is working on a single person shuttle now. And that's where we're uh, kind of continuing. And again, as mentioned, Sue figures out the uh, email letters of CPT and 3MO is Captain Nemo. L-M-N-O-P. And finds, uh, finds Reed. And I think that's where we first see the no-pants Ben. Ah, what I've been waiting for my whole life. Because he's been dropped into, you know, they've all been to, to bring, in, bring in Reed. And it essentially happens with, uh, with the thing giving Reed a headbutt. This, and, this movie helps answer... Brody's question from Mallrats about the things thing. When you really think about it, <laughs> it's not there. I don't want to think about it though. Well, you just made us. I'm sorry, people. He I'm can't sorry, audience. Rock create. But yeah. Now I saw this in the background as to when we get to the next thing, and that was the the buildings that we see in the background, and they're numbered, like I guess some would, whether it's a military facility or otherwise. But you have an SK-27, SK-28, SL-29. I don't know what that means. But they were back there. They, they, you know, a nod to uh, producer initials or something like that, possibly. Somebody involved. But there we are. How is it that Sue Storm is the only person that can find Reed out of that entire building? It's because they have She's smart. connection. She's smart. And she needs music. And she needs also to have a really bad wig that if you notice during the one scene where she's with uh, her father... She's wearing a very visible wig. Her hairline is like really, really? bad. Oh no, I didn't. Okay. This wow. movie was obviously many movies do reshoots. Avengers and Games getting reshoots, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. This movie was, of course, one of those movies that got, got reshoots. And during one of the scenes where she's, you know, talking with her father, you can tell it's a wig. You can huh. absolutely tell like it's a completely different shade than her actual hair is, because wow. she already dyed her hair back to whatever her natural color was. Etc. Etc. But yeah, she. It's reshoots are very evident in this movie, and I never knew that until like 
I never saw this movie until a couple of days before we started recording. So I didn't even see this the year it came out, the year after. I took my sweet precious time. Well, I remember yeah. the reshoot stories, and that was one of them. Yeah. Well, the, you know, and that's what I neglected to mention earlier, that uh, you, you didn't see it, you, you put it off, you didn't want to. I saw this originally when it came out and said, Sorry. I am not, get when this comes out on DVD, I'm not getting it at whatever the sale price is, $20, $15. I'm not going to spend that money. I wait for it to fall into the five dollar bin. And as it was, as we were coming up to like, hey, we're gonna, you know, and I said, oh, wait a minute. I went looking in the library and whatever. I don't have this. So, for the bargain price of five dollars, getting the Blu-ray with digital and the photo book, what a deal! What for five hundred pennies? Yeah. So it was only a recent acquisition that this this came about actually, and with the watch. If you were a duck, would it be a quackquisition? Yeah, Howard. Thank you. Wow, wow, wag, right, exactly. There we go. We will get there, trapped in a world he oh, never made. Oh, the day that episode See, happened. See, when we started this podcast, kids, I think we talked about, at the beginning, watching Howard the Duck. And I remember I paid $5 for that DVD in I the in the bit. But haven't I've seen it yet, seen and it. it's been I've, years ago. I've, yeah. I watched it when I was like young, like 11 or 12 years old. Loved it. I loved it at that time. Well, he was great in the after credit scene. Yes. And of course, one of the uh, line of uh, movies leading you up let to that Infinity. Thing lick your face, gross. gross. Yeah, and then slurping a, it, the drink there, whatever. What post credit scene? We're what trying movie? to. Well, oh, that's Guardians. Is it Guardians one, yeah. Probably, yeah. So we're eventually trying to figure out when we will do Howard, and we have one that we're not going to say. It involves the distinguished competition. We've discussed this one. Uh, yeah, we have, but I'm thinking Howard could get compiled possibly if we if we centered. Put our heads together. We might um, do, we'll we do might, like one shot type things. I would even say and Howard do, would be one of them. I would say do a whole month of the worst movies or that because oh, I best movies if you want Howard in there. <laughs> I really want to do Doctor Strange, the made for TV movie. I want to do the pilot for the Spider Man live action series. Oh, geez. that exists. I'm excited, and I would love to do the 21st century media, I believe. Captain America with Italian Red Skull. I've seen some of that. Oh, they're bad. That. Yes, it is bad. Wow. Well, if only your guys' producers would let you do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to get to uh, the black hole scene, which, as I'm thinking about it now, I said, wait a minute, this is like Avengers sort of kind of thing, interdimensional. Well, so I don't know if. It's like the A from Avengers. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> I mean, honestly, from a design standpoint, that was probably Did what they were going for. Tilt it a little bit? Yeah, I'm tilting it, and I'm adding on to the other side of the yeah, floor. No, and uh, and there you go. Eddie, tilt it a little, and look at it again. I'm Don, <laughs> Don, 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 Don. Don who? Giovanni. Joe Don Baker. Don Corleone. Mm-hmm. Okay. Don oh, Perignon. No, Don DeLuise? No Joe Don Baker. Don Cheadle? I don't know Don Cheadle. There you go. Mm-hmm. He was Mitchell, man. You looking for this? Don Morocco. Okay. Eddie, well, Don I didn't get that reference because it was an 80s wrestling reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. Not the pharmaceutical reference either. Wait, you're you're dressed as your pharmacist again? No. No. That's, that's poor, another... Poor Gene. R.I.P. Poor Gene, yeah. Rip. <laughs> so we get to the black hole. We, we, have, we have Victor being rescued from the other dimension. I mean, he's saying to whoever came across it, I knew you'd come back and... And then again to to Harvey Allen, if this world must die so that mine may live, so be it. Uh, 
You know, he's just off the wall. He's 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 bonkers, lunatic. He spent I don't know how much time over in that other dimension. We don't really have a concept, time. but it's got to be it's a year because it's got to be at least year a year. Later. It's got to be at least a year from when right that all that whole thing happened. But um, conveniently, everything goes to hell one year later. Exactly <laughs> one year later, yeah, celebrating. Yeah. But then he also, of course, uh, as we had mentioned, uh, kills Franklin, mm-hmm. creates this black hole, and um, this dimensional tractor beam to uh, try and stop this this black hole from everything going to the other the other side, um, and and then you know that that whole kind of thing wraps up, for for lack of a better term, and uh, and yeah, now we're in the facility where they need a place to work. These four characters. Um, twelve years, I think, officially was was the uh, reference that whoever was leading them, the four into, to see what it was they were going to be be working at. No name on the building, um, and then calling it a central city. And I went in the interest of fairness. I right before we recorded today, earlier in the morning, I was reading the very first issue of the Fantastic Four, and their city is Central City. This is pre. Hey, we're going to acknowledge wow. the real world. So they were re- they were doing a deep pull of the Fantastic Four. Good. Wow, I'm going to concede that, but geez, because I mean, this was fresh in my memory. I see Central City. I'm like, oh yeah, they did name the city they're in in this issue. I'm going to have so. to go back and, and look at that again. But I would think that of of now that uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, that's, that's pack it up there. I guess that's truly you know pack it up, but, pack it up. But now you know. But now you get into the whole naming thing, and then Peter, like you said, where you think they they're getting along. Uh, camaraderie is is showing to to the most maybe because it's the end of the film too. The yeah. Frank, you know calling it the Franklin Storm Research Center, We're which isn't bad. Out of here, yeah. <laughs> how about the thing that nobody wanted? How about how about you know and and uh, you know Ben comes out with just the word fantastic and and Reed says I got it. Want to hear it? And cut to the credits. Suicide Squad. <laughs> <sighs> hunka hunka. Yeah. We're really gonna be called a Suicide Squad. No, what that's, are that's, we? that's some kind of hot tub time machine. <laughs> that's Peter's spin on that. That's not to be taken seriously, Josh. Please, you know him seventeen years. It's only seventeen. I'm gonna hold and you to that. Counting. A million strong. All day long. And growing, you ass. It was the f- oh, one million strong and growing. Yeah. Yes, that's where I was going with. Thank the, you, Eddie. With the vitamin thing. Yeah. He's my new best friend. Oh no. What, what do I do? I'm the ancillary. I'm demoted. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, now nah, you're just your upper mid card. Can I can I like work my way back up? Your upper mid card, Josh. I'm sorry. <sighs> can I? Hmm, at least I'm not the opener. I, so many wrestling references. The new intercontinental. Champion. So little time. Yes. The international. There champion. will be some editing to do here, and I don't just mean on on content, but but I think levels also. <laughs> John, you've been warned. Are they low or high? Well, you're low all the way. I assume so. So you're gonna have to just boost yourself. Well, I'll do my best. I think you're, you're the youngest of the group anyway, so you need the little booster. Oh, yeah. I'm the old man. Old man Wilson. I was going to make that joke. I was trying to like trying to race to the finish for that joke. Too late. Old man. It's over. Movie's see- over, kids. Is it already no over? No post-credit scene. Okay, Ferris Bueller. No pants on the thing. No Stanley cameo. That was the thing. No this is like a Hoover. It sucked. Sorry. So I guess we'll go into our little review of it. Oof. I didn't mind it. It wasn't as bad as everyone. What are you trying to imitate me? I'm. Hey, I'm still gonna crap (laughs) on the movie. Duplicated. It just didn't stick. (laughs) It's all. Yeah. It just was a. It wasn't a bad movie. I just. I'm. 
if they ever do another Fantastic Four movie, I hope they do something different. It doesn't stick with me a lot. They will. They absolutely me. will. And this was just a movie where I didn't mind it. It wasn't as bad. The acting was okay in some parts. Other parts, mm-hmm. it was really bad. But it's not as bad as everyone makes it out to be. Well, that's, just, but, that's the internet hive mind thing. Yeah. I think a lot of it's that. Well, it's also people that have never even watched I was going to say mixed with people that just didn't see it. If you don't know anything about this group, maybe it's not as bad. Yeah. Maybe. For the casual viewer, it's whatever. Yes. But it's so bland. It is so damn mm-hmm. bland. And, mm-hmm. you know, fun fact, Josh was supposed to be on this show as the person <sighs> oh, well. who is the one person in the world who likes this movie. And he might have gone on record saying at one point in his life, this was a better movie than The Winter Soldier. And I stand by that. Really? Whoa. Sorry. It's <laughs> getting into the deep. Well, we might yeah. need some highlights if you can come to mind For with children, any of those, yes. Because mm. we definitely have... Uh, no, no, no. In all seriousness, on. though, are there some things that stood out with you, Josh, that make it, you know, like, yeah, I really like this part or I, I thought this was done well or whatever, you know. I think the new aspects was pretty cool. The action, the sequences for what action was there. What they had was pretty cool. For what they had, for the yeah. Oh me, we're motioning to you, Jake. Let me confuse me. (laughs) Thank you. Sorry. See, acting is different than radio. So yeah, there we go. Um, Yeah, the action for what they had was pretty cool. It was a different take, and this. Doctor Doom, the way they had the suit, especially was just lame. You thought it was lame. He looked like a cybernetic babushka. It's a very <laughs> cool-looking cybernetic babushka. What you said, thank you. Maybe for what it was, it was a different interpretation. Was, I could I could yeah. go along with with what it looked like, um, and 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 just because of the wasteland that this this other dimension was he just happened to conveniently have a cloak of some kind with a hood that cloak of kind of kind of make that quality to quote little jimmy norton in the first spider-man movie with dr doom he stinks and i don't like him i think that the worst thing about this movie is the fact that it was a fantastic four movie if this was just a like you said chronicle like that's kind of i think the worst thing i did was trying to take this movie and make it about the fantastic four Mm. it wasn't a bad action movie it wasn't a bad uh even you could say superhero movie i just wish they didn't choose the cast of characters they chose yes if they want to do this style movie do it with uh either new characters or a different group don't do the fantastic four it's been so established that it's hard to toy with considering they haven't had a commercial success yet and it's a shame because they're the first family of Marvel. They're the ones that kickstarted the entire Marvel universe. Yep. Great, and the fact that they too. haven't gotten the respect from the general movie-going mm-hmm. public and from pop culture in general is a major disservice to the characters that Stan and Jack created. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a bummer. I mean, my mini-review, two out of five. It's just... That was what I was thinking, too, two out of five. It's, again, not as bad as... What everyone has said ain't a Do, point five out of out of five. <laughs> it's just a five out of two out of five. Let me just ask and and put it out there because I don't remember. But does this even come up in in any network reshowings? So, whether it's FX or TBS or after watching this, I you know went on Google and typed in you know to find the Wikipedia page and every Fantastic Four movie. Well, the other two Fantastic Four or five and Rise of the Silver Surfer. I see them listed in upcoming things. Like it'll say. How you can watch this movie, get it on iTunes, get it on this, sure. or you can watch it on, you know, I think it was Encore Show, whatever, Stars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
stars. Those were available. This was not. Huh. I want to say, though, they have shown this on FX. They've got it because it's no, a part yeah, of the Fox I deal. They'd have to. But um, is it a current like, rotation movie? No. I don't see mm, it anywhere. Right. right, exactly. Yeah. Well, I think that's just what happens when you try to mess with uh, a group of people, a character, or whatever. And the that Zohan. Hasn't been, that you hasn't don't been. mess with the Zohan. No, you don't. <laughs> the hair. Uh, no, but like if you try to mess with a group that hasn't had good roots yet, it's like if the first Captain America movie they decided to go with the, the darker thing that he's, you know, if they decide to go with that kind of stuff off the bat, people aren't going to like it as much because there's not yeah. that respect yet. Um, so. And do you also think that the movie, the movies don't do well because, and we're probably going to do an episode, like a standalone episode of this, but people don't like the Fantastic Four, at least what we've had conversations about. Like, there are people who are like, I don't like the Fantastic Four. Why? They're boring. Have you read a Fantastic Four comic? No, I haven't. I watched the cartoon maybe once or twice, and which one, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But the general consensus is always, I don't like the Fantastic Four. I haven't been wowed. And they're always, people are always going to be of the belief they're superheroes and they're not, they are not superheroes. They're adventurers. They're imaginots. Take a shot people. And it's just one of those things that you would think too, because they're, they're, they interact as a family would. They have their ups, they have their downs, they have arguments, et cetera. So that's totally relatable. Yeah. But yet, relatable stuff. Yeah. You know, the MCU Avengers are more of a family like the Fantastic Four should, than should the Fantastic Four. Mm. Which is a... That's that's not good. And I don't even think we saw a number four on anybody's we didn't outfit, costume, anything like in this in this movie. And going over to the uh, Deadpool 2 concept art, no, they didn't have fours on them either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would imagine the only reason they did is because it's just so... We get it, you guys are the Fantastic Four. But then again, when the costumes were made in the movie, this was before there were all four of them together. So I That's can understand I was why. Say, for the government costumes and stuff, yeah, I get it. It would be the Fantastic Three. <laughs> Three. Fantastic Three. <laughs> this is true. Okay, that's why we can't have the four. All right, I, I wasn't thinking that far into it, but you're right. And also, they couldn't really be similar because of their different powers and what would be needed to um, properly augment or, or contain the, the powers of each individual, especially, of course, the Human Torch, which I don't even know if that was even referenced, that was even named, Human Torch. No. 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 Not yet. Right, exactly. right. So. No. Okay. Not yet. Not ever at this point with the series, no. I guess. No. And and I, I did love the Human Torch's costume in the movie. Yeah. It was very... Yes. That was a cool look to it, and it's very much a realistic kind of thing. What sure. was that? Was that like on par with when you went... <laughs> Eating a sandwich? Uh, yes, it that made a yummy sound. There was a great sandwich. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair. And to and to its credit, I will say too, if that was a part of sandwich. If this is part of any kind of review, that the the stretching ability and power of Reed Richards was pretty damn good. Yeah, it did. I look did like okay. that when he was out in the field. Well, he, he was being discovered in the woods, in the in the uh, in the forest or whatever it was, um, and he stretched and jumped, kind of thing. Yeah, definitely spot on. Yep. And of course, being uh, on the examining table and in his full, probably pretty much stretched out form, then uh, then wingspan. definitely it was it was definitely a Mister Fantastic kind of thing. What did you think of his suit, though? Especially the way that he just. Uh, all the materials. All the material and, and rings around it. Um, the microphone moves on its own. Just be careful. It's a ghost. Sue, please restrain yourself. 
Damn, that's Storm. a good. That's a good one. Okay, yeah, yeah. Hmm. But I no, I it, it was kind of different for sure. I don't know the the significance of the r- sort of the metal rings around. Uh, oh, I saw the bonus features. It actually told me about that. I know <laughs> something that okay. Eddie Wilson does not. Okay, well then then oh. enli- enlighten us. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. It's so it, it controls the way that his arms move. And his legs, so they don't go too far. Oh, cool. So they don't include something helpful like that in the actual movie. <laughs> yes. Wonderful. That's why I told you that the bonus features was better than the movie. Oh, boy. Okay. They do a great job of explaining things yeah. that aren't in the movie. That should have been in the movie. Shoulda, woulda, coulda. Like a, like a good story. Yeah. Uh, I um, will still say, in my opinion, the best uh, visual representation of Fantastic Four on screen is the Venture Bros adaptation. Yeah. <laughs> it's... When you have something that's not like it's, it's like the love child of Johnny Quest and the Fantastic Four, yeah. and that's a better Fantastic Four than your own stuff. Come no, on. that was that that was a that was a good adaptation. I was saying that was funny. I liked it a lot. I think though the Ben Grimm character of the thing was really well done in terms of his appearance, his rocky structure. Every, I think that was great. Of I'm course, have to give a pass on that dog. I yes. think that was really well. Visually, uh, outside of the obvious, but why do you, why do you, what universe do you not put some kind of clothing on this character for crying out loud? I mean, it's not a, a wild animal running He doesn't in really nature. have to worry about cold or anything. He's a rock, so. This is true. He is an island. But it's yeah. supposedly a transmutation of a human being that would have some kind of clothing material. A human doing. Whatever the case. It, mm-hmm. it was done previously. Again, a very good looking rocky structure. And then, of course, as a matter of his vocal quality. Which yeah. needed to be, was you know, it, it was, needed maybe to be it was, deeper? it needed to be deeper. It needed to, be, yeah, mm. to match his appearance. Although, hey, yes, screaming in pain, hey. though. The argument can be made that <laughs> it's Mickey. gruff oh, exterior, boy. soft interior, I kind of thing. I, I don't know if, yeah. if that's you, we're trying there. to get the, uh, the, the total opposite, juxtaposing or whatever, that he's soft spoken, but, you know, but a powerhouse when called upon. You and use them big fancy words. Did come out and say. Um, yeah, the, the vocabulary part, I guess there the math, go. not so much. boy. <laughs> That's it. So there you go. But those were, I think, with the, with the good qualities about that. There was a g- good effects, I think, with, with Johnny as the torch. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely stretchability with Reed and the way the thing looked. Yeah. yeah. So those are pluses in, in terms of that. And I guess for the time that it was, the hour, 40 minutes... Yeah, I don't know how much you could, how much more you could try to do if you made it longer. What, a longer fight scene at the end with Victor? You mean the punch doesn't actually end it for us? (laughs) Is there more to come? We'll never find out. (laughs) Next episode of Dragon Ball Z. Sarcastic Josh here, I think. I don't know. (laughs) Something had to do him him in, but at least. Did him. I I don't know. Yeah. They had to wrap it up. All right, here's we're, yeah. we're getting close to budget. I think we need to, uh, yeah, kind of put the wraps on it. It's eventually going to happen anyway. The kubush. I I probably can't go more than a two and a half out of five on this. Oof. Two and three quarters. I you know I Once would struggle. Again, how am I the lower one than you on this? Because that's what I do. I think the I would. Did have blue eyes. One more star. <laughs> I think I would struggle to make it a three. To be honest, I'm very sorry. I mean, we're not even going to go back to Malekith. On that being oh, that the lowest the of the Marvel, yes. the Dark World, and the first word in Thor: The Dark World, also Malekith. Nice. 
Uh, there you go. What I'll ask, what did you guys think would be, if they decided to do a sequel, what would be the main bad guy of the sequel for a movie like this? Galactus, because like, they only have like three villains for the Fantastic Four. I was going to say, you think you go right Galactus? The only villains like off the top of my head that I can think of are Doctor Doom, Galactus, Annihilus, Annihilus. I was gonna say him mm-hmm. and Mole Man, Puppet Master, Pup. Oh, and hey. he's lame. I hate Puppet Mole Master. Mole Man's cool, <laughs> but like, but he's like... not. But he's there. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. But otherwise, like, there's really not that many characters. But again, you really don't need a villain for an adventure movie. You can do other kinds of elements. Sure, sure. So who would be the villain? I don't know. The person at the deli who did, forgot to give you mayo. Yeah. You don't do that to That guy's thing. a dick. Yeah. You don't. You don't. That's, that's where you can do a, a, a story in one comic book issue where the sandwich is ordered without that, and then it winds up coming back to the same place at the end and getting a plethora of, of sandwiches. Down. I want mayo. All the mayo you can have. Yep. Bring me Thanos and mayo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not that you have another villain, but of course you have the Silver Surfer. Who's uh, interacting with them? But he could them. be a villain at first. Um, maybe when the first appearance of Black Panther. But yeah. again, Black Panther is technically not in the Fantastic Four universe, even though he or- originated in the comics. Fantastic. Comics are weird. Unifors? Mm-hmm. Ah. How come it is you never see the Silver Surfer at the beach? I'd love to see him surf on a wave. At the beach. Boogie board. All he does is, uh, yeah. I would love that. He wields the cosmic power. He has no time for no stinking beach. Why are we I talking don't... about Mitch Halleck and John Cimino's podcast, the Cosmic Power Cast? Power oh, Cosmic Cast. The Power Cosmic Cast. Well, Wait, that's where they got it from, I tell you what. Yeah. I tell you what, I tell you what. Nobody else said wields the Power that would Cosmic. That a great movie, though. Vacation Silver Surfer. National Surfing with the National Alien. Lampoon Silver Surfer. Will I... Lindsay Buckingham be playing over that track? No, let's have Joe Satriani. In there, surfing with the alien. That's such a good album too. That's a musical reference. Music Silver, reference. Oh, one of those old team ups. Silver Surfer joins the Beach Boys. Ooh, that's a Marvel USA. team up. I would pay to see that. It's being, it's it's surfing universe USA. So Josh, <laughs> Just, yes. did you like the movie? Not anymore. <laughs> oh, you coming? You came your, into it with what high hope or whatever that you know? What was your original rating versus the current versus standard? the current rating? Oh, out of a better 10, than uh, the better than uh, Winter Soldier. Out of a ten or a five? Five, four. Okay, hey, when I first watched four. It. Hey, ah, four's a nice I, number. Ah, my levels. Uh, same happens. Now I'd have to agree. It's probably between a two or a three. Why do you guys rate out of five? I just like yeah, that number. Like it's the Peter Melnick rating system. Ten or is it because I had no choice? Could it be because of the film that you're just like, it doesn't meet a six anyway? So you're yeah. just like one to five? Well, That's what I would You wouldn't have to do the point fives and things if you had six. It's like do taking it past to ten to eleven. <laughs> it's kind of like our weather 11. up here. Negative two. Three. No, no, no. Then there's a negative zone. That's negative minus, minus Negative zones. pain. <laughs> negative four. Horseman. No, Woo. four horsemen. Woo. Anyway, <laughs> you want it. That's the way you need it. For <laughs> Journey? This is where we get, I you get this from. <laughs> you, I don't think so, yeah. <laughs> My favorite moment with him still is when somebody will say, oh, look at the hills over there. Just you know what they say there. about the hills, They're right? alive, They're right? They're alive. No, yes. they have eyes. They do. Oh. <laughs> Every single time he makes that that's damn That's two movie. ends of the spectrum. The eyes and sound of music. Holy cow. That's Gosh, that's covering yes. the whole spectrum. You've never done the, you've never done the sound of music one references. in front of me. But anyway. Bagel wow. bites. <laughs> <laughs> There Josh Rosengren now available for private parties. 
singing at the drop of a and bar mitzvahs. Mike, I yeah. can't wait. Oh, can I be the guy that bounces on the chair? No, it's not my party, but I'd like to. <laughs> He'll let you do it. Paid. It's not his party, and he'll bounce if he wants to. <laughs> bounce if he wants to. Just puke on all the people underneath. Sorry, I wasn't supposed to be up here anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wow. Oh. So He's I think that's your... going to wrap it up for this episode. Oh, it's Hop overdue in. rap. Yeah. We can't rap. That's a good thing. Is a hip hop? A hip. <laughs> so before we go. Yeah, please. First off, Josh, John, Double J's. Guys. Thanks for being on the show today. Thanks for having me. It was your pleasure. <laughs> Couldn't have done this without. Well, maybe. Eddie, would you <laughs> say? Would you say that they were f- incredible? What would you say? Would you say they were f- Dave Matthews Band? Amazing. Would you say they were f- Marvel team up? No, fantastic. <laughs> Ooh, I love hey, that. Hey, the four of us—that's good. We are a fantastic <laughs> four. We are that's four, true. Eddie. I was going invisible here, one, but all right. Two, three, so if four. one of us is sick, it's just three. Fantastic. And then there you were have three. personal time. You'd be Reed Richards. I do get personal time? Yes, you do. Benefits? Oh, oh, nice. So we should wrap this up. French benefits. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> if you need a anyway. break. Okay. Yes. So before we go, first up, John, how can people get a hold of you on social media? Uh, my Instagram is JD underscore Sherburn. That's JD underscore S H E R B U R N E. And Josh, you're not even on anything. I am not on anything. Probably so. the smartest one of the bunch here. Well, well, mine instead. I, need to. I was actually looking through unfollowing different people on my uh, Twitter account. Unfollowing? Yeah, because I'm. You know, I want to like, trim my numbers down, and hmm. I, I was looking at like look cooler so, than he is yeah. a little bit, and I'm looking at and I see uh, people that are following this person, and I see Josh Rosengrant and Rosengrant Josh. I'm like, huh? I wonder who that is. So the man with two Twitter accounts. That he doesn't use, and he does not know the password, either of them. So if you try to get a hold of me, you can't anyway. I don't even know how to reply. Carrier Mm-mm. pigeon? <laughs> Smoke Send signals. me a Harry Potter owl, and hopefully it doesn't bite. Leviticus! <laughs> Expecto Patronus! <laughs> That's all I know. So before we go, Again? how can people get a hold of us on social media? How? Facebook.com slash... The Marvelists! Also, just because I'm selfish for my social media needs, Facebook.com slash Peter Melnick Podcaster. Also, go on Twitter at The Marvelists. Give us a like. Well, give us a follow on there, too. You can like it if you want. You just look at it and you're like, I like that Twitter account. Just look how pretty it is. They got a nice cover photo and a nice profile picture. And I bet that guy, Peter Melnick, designed the cover photo or profile picture. Shameless plug. Hell yeah, I'm a graphic designer. I'm going (laughs) to plug the hell out of that. Design yours, too. So you can also follow myself at Peter Melnick. Hashtag Eddie Wilson wants none of your Twitter nonsense or chicanery or shenanigans. Rigamarole? And rigamarole. <laughs> Boulder Dash. Poppycock. That. That's good candy. Hashtag, that's, good, uh, that's, hashtag, that's good snacking. Hashtag Jeremy Bagley. Also, you can find us on Instagram at The Marvelists. Follow myself at Peter Melnick and yourself at Eddie9193. You really need to use that Instagram more though. There's just the picture of the kitties and I'm just I'm working on it. I know. Oh, I know. that makes yeah, yeah, well, you know, it's, it's it's a start. It is a new start. I need tutelage, which you have not provided. I will, I will, I will. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But also you can drop us a line in our email bag, questions, comments, strongly worded letters, we'll take them. haikus, paintings, Paintings of sailboats. I would be down with that. Paintings of haikus. <gasps> paintings, haikus of paintings. Finger puppets that the thing has because he's bored and has only a few fingers. 
That's for a limited production there, you know. (laughs) The Marvelous at gmail.com. Also, listen to us on a wide variety of streaming platforms, including iTunes, where you can rate, review, and subscribe. Five star if you're ever so inclined. Oh, you are. And you can also find us on... What? SoundCloud, Spotify, <gasps> Wow, TuneIn Radio, Gasp. Stitcher Radio, There's Podbean? more, and Podbean. Wow. I always forget Podbean. Don't forget that. That's amazing. But when you're on Stitcher, yes. be sure to go on stitcher.com slash premium and use the promo code at checkout. <laughs> I'm so used to slash and I'm waiting for you to say something. But anyway, stitcher.com slash premium and use the promo code at checkout. Marvelists. And when you do, you get a free one month of Stitcher Premium. And after that, it's only four ninety nine a month, and you can cancel at any time, people. What a deal. What, what, a, a, what a bargain. That's better than $10 for the network. Mm-hmm. The WWE network, where WWE. we're not on there. We're not. Oh, you look sad now. I am. I, well, that would be cool, though. We're in our second year of podcasting. We're, we'll, well, we'll work on it. Technically, we're on year one. We're <gasps> going into year two. reference. We're working on our second year. A distinguished competition. Wow. But yeah, Stitcher.com <laughs> slash premium and use the promo code at checkout. Marvelists. And get a free one month and you can listen to Wolverine the Long Night. So, for Peter Melnick, I'm Peter Melnick. For John Sherbert, I'm John Sherbert. And Josh. And I'm Eddie Wilson. Excelsior. Obsessed with Marvel. Question number 1832. What a great year. What I'll never forget it. Is the uh, hand. Oh, is it I know this one. Criminal Order of Ninja? Worshippers yep. of the Demon uh, Beast? Nope. Adversaries of the Chaste? Nope. Or all answers are correct. Yeah, it's oh, oh. What is the hand? Criminal Dude, Order of Ninja? In my answer. Worshippers of the Demon Beast? Capital B for Beast. Adversaries of Damn. the Chaste? <laughs> All answers are correct. I'm going with all answers because in some deep. cases this book yeah. tends to lean that way. Ha! Let's go with What's that. up? Any other guesses? You already said, hey, we heard it. Damn. <laughs> I'm going alternate universe. I went with D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Josh? Any idea? A? I'm going to go with A. Okay. <gasps> I'm going to punch in D because that seems to be the consensus and see that it is. Well, know. D! Correct. Yeah. All we answers are D. correct. We that is all D, guys. the I'm hand. I'm going to say that again. I only know Why the hand, the I think, world? from uh, from Daredevil comic fame. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. And That's fun fact about that, the group The Foot, the Foot Clan in the oh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, are the parody of The Hand. Makes sense. Wow, nice. okay. And also, you know the uh, radioactivity that turns the Ninja Turtles into the Ninja Turtles? I've heard of it. That's the same exact stuff that made Daredevil blind. Because when that fell, oh, yeah, it, went it went down yes, a sewer drain. I knew that part of that little And it thing. made them into the Ninja Turtles. Yes. Wow. I Radioactive that isotope. That, was a, mm-hmm. that is a cool little fun. All right. Next question that. is number 1350. Who is LCD? Uh, if you need it, L-C-E-L-S-I-E-D-D-E-E. Who is LCD? One of the Morlocks, a small girl who befriended Wolverine, a robot resembling a little girl, or a mutant student. At the Xavier Institute. Who is LCD? One of the Morlocks, a small girl who befriended Wolverine, a robot resembling a little girl, or a mutant student at the Xavier Institute. It's C, because I remember that character. It's C because of the pun. Yeah. LCD. Oh, yeah. On the screen. I'm going to go with C by association because I don't know a dang thing otherwise. (laughs) Can we ask the audience? 
Phone a friend? Phone a friend? Yeah, I don't know. Let's try C. It is correct. Two for two. How do you like that? Wow. Two for two. We're going to go for... Sorry, Charlie. We're going to go wow. for two more. Pizza, pizza. And pizza, pizza. nine... We had that for dinner, by the way. Did you not know that? Yeah, well, we didn't tell anybody. Pizza, pizza, pizza. Yeah. Pep. 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 Good year. <sighs> Who is the master <laughs> villain? <laughs> I think it's easy, folks. I'm the old one here. Who is the master villain in the Avengers special number one from 1967? Uh. Who's the master villain? The Mandarin. Wait, where is he? Kang the Conqueror, oh, Baron Zemo, or the Red Skull. From 1967, the Avengers special, number one, who is the master villain? The Mandarin, Kang the Conqueror, Baron Zemo, the Red Skull. I don't know. They it's may have gotta, all been around. It's got to be Kang. It's got to be Kang. Why? It just seems, because Kang seems like a villain that was prominently used during that time. Kang it, is all about time. What are you talking about? Yeah, uh, puns. But yeah, Kang seems like the one that was most likely it. Kang was my first thought, but I have no reason behind it. So all I can tell you is my God agrees. Yeah, I don't Josh, know either. John. I'm gonna have to go with Baron Zemo. You're gonna go with Baron Zemo. I'm gonna punch in uh, letter B for Kang and see what happens. Peter is convicted or should convicted. be. Um, no, it is not. Oh, it is the Mandarin. Hey, there's the Mandarin. How did we let that one go? I don't believe. All right. What version and of the Mandarin? The, well, what, there's the more really than one? racist one, Josh. One with ten rings. Oh. <laughs> How ten rings hath the Mandarin. Okay. I don't understand that. Okay. Right? No. Ten, ten. We need 1,010. <laughs> this is going to be our fourth and final question, and hope we don't suck wind. Um, <laughs> questions, and somebody is already. Why did the Celestials judge in Earth's favor in Thor 300 from 1980. Because he was wearing an outfit that just was not fashionable. Because the Asgardians defeated them in combat, they accepted the Eternals as proof of humanity's potential, they accepted the young gods as proof of humanity's potential, or because humanity had not destroyed itself in nuclear war. Why did the, Celestials, why did the Celestials judge in Earth's favor... In Thor number 300. Do not look this up. No, I'm not. Because the Asgardians defeated them in combat. They accepted the Eternals as proof of humanity's potential. They accepted the young gods as proof of humanity's potential. Or because humanity had not destroyed itself in nuclear war. Um, I, I'm C or D guessing guess I'm going with D myself. I'll go with C then and make it fun. Yeah. Okay. A little wager. Let's bring says, it around the world. It's A. And, and okay, I'm gonna put in what I said as D. It is not D. It is C. Whoa! And John gets that Big for weather. the maybe win. Touchdown, Cowboys! Obsessed with Marvel. Fantastic. Yes, I, I am. We're out. Perfect.